My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It is Kelly Midland nah. in the hizzy. That's Kelly today. Ten hours before the NFL draft. We'll get to that groan here momentarily. Uh, we will talk NFL draft, but we won't like we won't devote the whole show to it because Kelly, we've probably asked 55 people on this show what they think about this, what they think about that. Um, guys, you got your bets. We got our bets. It's either gonna be a net win or a net loss at this point. And yeah. by the way, I'll tell you this: if Daniel Jeremiah's last mock draft is right, I am going to have a terrible <laughs> night. Yeah, terrible. It, it could be back to back horrible nights if that if Daniel Jeremiah's mock plays out to a T. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. There's a, I think up to about yesterday afternoon, there was maybe a couple bets that I I was still either making or recommending to people. I, now it's yeah. At this point, you, you got what you got, man, and what, it's, it's time to play this thing out. What I would like to do is I would like to have Chris Felica in here. We'll have him on and, and talk about as, as a guy who's watched more college football than anybody else. Just beyond the draft for a second, who, who does he think is best at every one of these positions? We haven't really done that. So we'll ask Chris Felica about that, what his bets are. We will review our bets. And uh, we will talk briefly about Jeremiah and Schrager's final mock drafts. Bill Krakenberger unscripted as well. But we must start with the National Basketball Association last night. We have another second-round series locked in. The reason that we do is that, first of all, of course, in the uh, games yesterday, and we'll get to all of them, but first of all, the uh, the New York Knicks carried out the gentleman's sweep of the Cleveland Cavaliers, winning that series in five games. Um, easy peasy. Like, the Knicks just destroyed the Cavs in that series. And Mitchell Robinson might have been the MVP. Um, 18 boards last night, 11 of them offensive, a 48 to 30 rebounding advantage for the Knicks, 17 to four on the offensive board. Robinson had seven more offensive rebounds than the entire Cavs team did. Brunson, 23, Barrett, 21, quickly 19. Donovan's 28 didn't matter in defeat. I mean, that series was just ridiculous and good on the Knicks. They're advancing to the Eastern Conference semis as a five seed. Super impressed with the New York Knicks. I think a major disappointment for the Cleveland Cavaliers, who were a top 10 offensive offensive and defensive team throughout the entire season. Um, and, you know, at, like you were just talking about, Gil, what was the difference? Well, it was on the boards. So uh, if you're Cleveland, real good real good decision buying out Kevin Love. You know, that couldn't have helped you at all. And, uh, mm-hmm. man, it, it, you know, oddly, oddly, it seemed to help, he seemed to help out another team last night. Yes, so. he did. Evan Mobley, put, Evan Mobley put on some bulk. You'll be all right. And that other team that Kelly is referring to and the team that the Knicks will meet in the, in the Eastern Conference. By the way, congratulations to everybody who had the Bucks 
and the Heat going under five and a half games. I'm sure it's exactly how you scripted it. Congrats on your bet. That was the only thing that made me laugh this morning is when you when you brought that up when I walked in. Incredible. <laughs> uh, the Heat unbelievably close out the Bucks in five. Five. The Heat, who we talked about, and I don't, let's let's put up these tweets if we could, uh, Kelly, real quick for sports odds history. If you want to know, like, where does this rank in the history of series betting in NBA playoff history? This is by betting numbers, the fifth biggest upset in a series in the history, or at least as long as sports odds history has gone back in time with series odds pre-flop Miami plus 750 pre-flop against the Bucks. But I would argue as we look at this list here, Kelly, and I put out a, a, a sort of a quote tweet on this. What is the longest of all time was Denver beating Seattle back in 1994, but that was a best of five. So that's different. 2007, it was the We Believe Warriors, who, yes, the Mavericks did win 67 games that year. This was an 8-1 series also, but the Dubs won 16 of their last 21 regular season games, and they also beat the Mavs three times in the regular season. So it wasn't that big of a surprise if you were following hoops that year, even though the Mavs won 67. 2012, it was that first-round series, a 1-8 between the Sixers and the Bulls. But you'll remember, that's the third biggest upset of all time, but you'll remember Derrick Rose tore his ACL in Game 1. So kind of throw that out. And the fourth biggest upset by series price, betting odds, was in the bubble. So that doesn't count because you're not really playing road games, true road games. So I could argue that the Heat beating the Bucks. And especially doing it in five without Tyler Hero and portions of Victor Oladipo, obviously. Yes, I get it. Giannis missed a couple games, too. Three, two and a half, two and three quarters, if you will. But the Heat were 25th in offensive rating during the regular season. They were 26th in field goal percentage. They were 27th in three-point percentage. And they beat the team with the NBA's best record in five. And I think betting odds aside, you can make a case this is the worst of all time. I agree. And, if, and by the way, I got one, you know, somebody said this morning, oh, yeah, but betting odds, I mean, isn't it baked into the odds, all of this, um, with the exception of the Derrick Rose injury. Betting odds have sort of evolved also through the years. Like the, the Nuggets-Sonics betting odds in 1994 was, kind, quite frankly, not as sophisticated as it is today or not as calibrated. Mm-hmm. So I think, it's, I think it's the worst of all time. And here, by the way, this is the history of number one seeds losing to eight seeds. You know, there's the Rose injury one. Those Grizzlies teams had Zach Randolph on them as well. That Grizzlies team in 2011 that beat the Spurs. There's the Mavs, we believe, uh, the, we believe Warriors beating the Mavs a 1-8. The Heat losing to the Knicks was a best of five, and the Sonics losing to the Nuggets was a best of five. So I, I really think this is the top of the heap in many ways. And your bets, man, dude, let me just say this. I barely texted anybody after this game last night because you weren't the only one. I knew so many people who had the Bucks tied into everything. First half game, but I'm talking like series. I'm talking about cross-sport parlays, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> titles, Eastern Conference. It it was really bad. But, I mean, yeah, just from the historical perspective, quick, I, I'm with you, Gil. This is this is the most shocking one to me of all time. I think it is. I, I, don't, I don't care that Giannis missed a couple games. I, I still thought the Bucks roster was better than what the Miami Heat were throwing out there most of the time, even without Giannis on the court. Um Remember, Barkley said the Heat losing Hero in perspective is is worse than the Bucks losing Giannis. 
for those two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which I, I don't towards winning that series. There's not a whether you believe to agree whether you agree with that or not. There's not a huge separation one way or the other. So yes, that was a massive loss for Miami. They still got. I mean, and after that went out, it was okay. Jimmy Butler is now your only reliable offensive weapon that you can go to. The Bucks him. knew it, and they couldn't stop it. Or they chose not to stop it. It's like a Riggo drill. We got John Riggins in the backfield. He's the only back here. You all, everyone here knows he's getting the football. Stop him. You can't because it's the Hogs. I don't know how I wedged the Hogs into that conversation. And it was, I know we're going to go through all this, but like just a, it, like Coach Bud, he shouldn't be allowed out of the building what he okay. did these last so, two games. So can we talk about this? First of all, the box score, I urge everybody to look at the box. It's one of the most fascinating box scores you'll ever see because the Heat took 19 more shots than the Bucks, made eight more. They took 12 more threes. That was included in there as well. And the Bucks out-rebounded them 56 to 45. So you're like, wait, how can the Bucks out-rebound the Heat by 11 and the Heat took 19 more shots, 12, uh, 12 more from three? How is that possible? The answer, the free throw difference. The Heat were 11 of 17 from the line and the Bucks, Kelly, were 28 of 45. Giannis missed 13 of them, went 10 of 23. In a game that went to overtime, he missed 13 free throws. Can't do it. He, he's, he's, I've been saying it for a long time. He's the best player in the NBA, the greatest player in the NBA. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo made an impression on my thoughts of him last night in a negative fashion. Will Hill had a great point off air. He said, if the Nets don't get hurt, Giannis may not win that championship. Does that does, if that doesn't happen, do we think of him entirely differently? Uh, possibly. Possibly. I, I, I think we're going to get to some sound here from a minute. Let's do this right yeah, here. Yeah, let's, let's play this. Giannis, so, when pressed on, if this season was a failure. You asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay. Uh, do, you get, do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every, every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? With, which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. You know, and if you've never, I don't, know, I don't, want, to, I don't want to make it personal. So there's always steps to it. You know, um, Michael Jordan played 15 years. Won six championship. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports is about. You don't always win. Some other other people's gonna win. And this year, somebody else is gonna win. Eric, listen, maybe we go to Mykonos and we hash this out. I love his accent. He said there's no failure in sports, Kelly. You believe that? No. <laughs> no, I don't believe it, Gil. Everybody's patting this guy on the back this morning for this answer, too. This is a, going back to what we were talking about before, this is a great answer. If you haven't won a championship before and a lot of people don't view you as the best player in the NBA. This is a crap answer. You should expect a championship every single year if you're on Giannis Antetokounmpo. 
That is what you should expect every single season. And every year you don't get there should be a failure. I'd love to hear Michael Jordan's thoughts on what he considers every year that he didn't win a championship. Because I bet you he's way harsher on himself than Giannis was after this. Kelly speaking for bet, for uh, Bucks betters everywhere. I, it's not even that. Just as a basketball fan, I don't, everybody's applauding him this morning for that answer. It's a great not great everybody. Di- it's a great Disney answer. It's a great uh, uh, participation trophy era answer. Shaq didn't like the answer. It's crap. It is crap. The Bucks lose in overtime, one twenty-eight to one twenty-six. On the other side, we'll get to the coaching of Coach Bud towards the end of that game. We'll get to the uh, the Heat Knicks Eastern Conference Semifinals Series price. The other games from last night. And, of course, the NFL Draft. Chris Felique and beyond. Bill Krakenberger, unscripted. Oh, this game last night. We could do an hour on it. It's the Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1 800 522 4700. Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin here as well. Uh, ESPN has already rolled out uh, 10 hours, some just under 10 hours before the draft. The top prospects, Chiron, on the left side of the screen and on the bottom, of course. It's like reading the Magna Carta. Can you read all that while it's still up? Like, it's impossible to get through all that. Uh, yeah. I would have gone another direction. <laughs> it's very information heavy. The, look, the bottom, the lower third, we're used to that every year. Yes, but, we are. Oh, man, yes. It is like the back of a baseball card it, for every, for every exactly single prospect right. on the um, left-hand side. Okay. So the only two series that we know that are set up for the second round now, getting back to the NBA. The Nuggets we, it, we came out yesterday. We knew that the Suns were going to play the Nuggets in a 1-4 in the West where the four-seeded, fourth-seeded Suns were minus 140 favorite. Here we have 
like everybody drew it up. Here we have the fifth seed taking on the eighth. And remember how they became the eighth seed. They got crushed by the Hawks in the 7-8, and they were they came back from the dead against the Bulls in the game for the eighth seed. The Heat did. The Knicks, the five seed, with home court, are minus 140 favorites against the Heat. Same price in both series. Which is more accurate to you, Kelly? This one or the other one? It's got to be this one, right? Man. Even with the Heat coming off the upset of the Bucks, Which is more accurate. This one's more accurate? I think it is. I think they're both off, though. I do, too. I think they're both off, but I think the Nuggets-Suns one is more off. Yeah. Because that's total disrespect to the Nuggets. Yes, agreed. This one is marginal disrespect to the Heat. I would have the Knicks favored way more than this. Oh, you would have the Heat way more. Oh, the Heat way more. No, I would have the the Knicks favored way more. Oh, I thought you'd make it less. No, not at all. Oh, wow. Okay. I I like the Knicks. I like the Knicks. So nothing you've seen from the Heat transfers. Nothing. There's nothing. We've talked about it for days. It's the shooting percentages. Tibbs isn't going to let Jimmy Butler do that Do that to the Knicks. Speaking of Tibbs, Spolstra versus Tibbs is an awesome coaching it matchup. Is. You know what wasn't? Spolstra versus Bud. Boom. Roasted him in the fourth quarter. I hate to belabor this game from last night, but, no. I, but I think we need to belabor it. Yeah, we need it. to. Okay, real quick, because let's get through this and get to the other games. Heat led by as many as eight in the first quarter and the second quarter. The Bucs were down eight, 46 to 38. They went on a 20 to five run to take a 58 to 51 lead. The Bucs did. And you thought to yourself, oh, well, this is it. They're just going to roll in game five and we'll go back to Miami. Nope. Uh, they, went into a, they went into the locker room with a six point lead crushing Bucks first half betters because Gabe Vincent, who had the game of his life, hit a three with four seconds left. I had minus six and a half first half. Good times. Brooke Lopez missed a free throw. Gabe Vincent, quarter three. Sure, of course he did. Third quarter, the Heat actually take a lead 81 to 80. Then the Bucks went on an 11 to nothing run to go up 91 to 81. They closed the quarter up 16. You're like, game over again, right? Nope. Fourth quarter, Heat get it down to six with just over eight minutes left. You're like, how are they still in this game? Bucks get it back into double digits. You're like, okay, well, now it's over again, right? Nope. Bucks by eight with just over three minutes left. The Heat go on an eight to nothing run in less than a minute. And when I say the Heat do, I mean Jimmy Butler did. Butler bucket, buck, uh, Butler three the hard way, Butler three from behind the arc, 111 apiece. Last two minutes, Giannis layup, foul by love. Giannis misses a free throw. Lopez gets the rebound, Matthew misses a three. Then Bam hits a jumper to tie it up. Butler steals the ball, results in a jump ball. Uh, Bucks get it. Giannis misses a jumper. Butler misses a jumper. Then a foul on love, remember. And Middleton hits two free throws. The Bucks are up two. Butler misses a three. Remember, he had the open look three. He missed it. Struess fouls Drew. Drew makes them both. It's 117-113 bucks with 14 seconds left. They're up four. Mm-hmm. And then Gabe Vincent splashes a three with eight seconds left. 117-116. Lowry then whistled for a foul that the Heat challenged. Challenge successful. Jump ball. Bucks get possession. Struess fouls Drew after a great save by Middleton. Giannis almost threw it out of bounds there, it should be pointed out. Yeah, because the greatest player in the world wanted nothing to do with being on the free throw line (laughs) in that moment. Drew misses the first. Then we got 2.1 seconds left, and the Bucs are up one. Drew misses the first. Now, I would have purposely missed the second. I was thinking the same thing at that time, Gil. Now, you can disagree because you can say a lot of people, you know, a few people disagree where they're like, well, no, you just get the rebound with 1.7, and then you advance it. You don't know on a carom. If you're going to get a clean rebound, that ball could bounce around the game. Could be, you know you could get it maybe you know 0.7, 0.8, 0.9, 0.10, 0.11, 0.12, 0.13, 0.14, 0.15, 0.16, 0.17, 0.18, 0.19, 0.20, 0.21
And by the way, I, I tweeted that right then, not after the result of Butler scoring. Because people are like, well, Butler only, Butler only needed .5 seconds. I'm not, I'm not based on the result. I'm just saying win probability there, it's at least worth a discussion. The announcers never brought it right. up. Yes. I, I thought the same thing. I wasn't angry about it one way or the other. Yeah, but, I wasn't but too But I thought about it for sure. So he makes the second. The Bucks are up to the Heat advance the ball because, again, stupid rule in the NBA. Hey, uh, call timeout. I mean, that means I go to, get to go up half a court. Yep. I hate that rule. Vincent, from out of bounds, up top, backdoor lob to Butler, who gets a shove in there on Conadin that goes uncalled. And he lays it in. We're going overtime. Brooke Lopez not on the court. Brooke Lopez not on the court. Spo goes small, traps Bud completely. He takes Brooke Lopez off the court, leaves no rim protection whatsoever with Giannis on the ball. He talks after at, at post game about trying to match up the small ball lineup. Gil, make him be, make him beat me with a three from outside. As soon as as soon as Lopez goes off the court, you know where they're going. Jimmy Butler to the rim. Unders go to die on that game time bucket that sends it to overtime. Bucks, I, Bucks do not call timeout after that regulation end. No timeout. No timeout call. Had a timeout, didn't call it. Uh, overtime, Heat lead by as many as seven in overtime, but up two with nine seconds left in overtime. Uh, Vincent misses a three with nine seconds left. Giannis then, the Bucks coming down court. Giannis forced, I guess, to give it up when Jimmy Butler steps in front of him. It seemed more like Giannis just didn't want to do anything with it. Yeah. It, he, he sends it to Middleton, who throws it to Grayson Allen. It ends up in Grayson Allen's hands, and he doesn't even get a shot off the worst last possession ever, and ever. the Bucks season is over. Grayson Allen cannot be taking that shot, and even Gra- Grayson Allen, I'm still like, what are you doing? The clock's right in front of you. you. The only shot you got is a floater from the free throw line. Fine. You got to put it up. Butler, 42-8. and eight. On 17 of 33 shooting. He shot 33 times. Vincent, 22 out of nowhere. Bam, 20 and 10 and 10. 20, 10 and 10. Giannis, 38 and 20 and defeat. Middleton, 33 and defeat. Lopez, 18 and 10 and defeat. They kept dropping all game long, especially in the fourth quarter. Drop, drop coverage on every time Jimmy Butler touched the ball. It burned them immensely. And they never adjusted. Bud never adjusted to uh, Spo making a great call in the fourth of running the offense through Bam Adebayo. He facilitated almost everything, and they couldn't stop him. It was Bam, it was Bam facilitating to Jimmy Butler. It was a master class by Eric Spolstra. And Hall of Famer. Spolstra, Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Um, you like the Knicks so much in this series against the Bucks at this price. Would you bet the Knicks to win the Eastern Conference? No, not at all. No, this is. I, I was just looking at those prices. I think it is completely. I think it is completely fairly priced that the the Boston Celtics are minus one seventy five to win the Eastern Conference. Meanwhile, the Sixers just chilling, hoping the Hawks can win Game Six and make those two teams, Celtics and Hawks, play as much as possible. The other game last night uh, that we, the only one we didn't talk about, of course, was in many ways before the night started the the marquee game, which was the it didn't turn out to be Kings and the Warriors, and the Warriors because, ladies and gentlemen, they are the Warriors win a road playoff game. In their twentieth, excuse me, their twenty-eighth consecutive series, extending that record, they beat the Kings one twenty-three to one sixteen, uh, covering as a two-point favorite in that game. Um, sack led by as many as ten in the first quarter, but Golden State eventually tied it up at fifty, went ahead fifty-three to fifty with three eleven left in the second quarter for the on two clay three three pointers for the rest of the game. Once they went up fifty-three to fifty, 
the Warriors trailed for a, gl- a grand total of 21 seconds early in the third quarter when they trailed 61-60. to 60. But the Warriors led by four at the half. They led by nine at the end of the third quarter. They led by as many as 12 in the fourth. But the Kings did get within one, one point on three different occasions in the fourth quarter, but never got the ball with a chance to lead. Dubs had answers every time, including in the final minute when they were up 3-117 to 114. A Wiggins turnaround fade away, then a layup by Steph and one that for all intents and purposes saved, uh, sealed the deal for the Dubs. They win it. Steph with 31, Clay with 25, Draymond with 21, Wiggins with 20, and the Warriors They've got it on their racket now. This is not fait accompli. I mean, the Kings are like, but here was the deal. The De'Aaron Fox injury, I know he played. I know he played a great first quarter. Everybody's like, wow, it's, maybe it didn't matter. It did. He did go 24-7-9. and But unlike other performances, it was completely inefficient. He was 9 of 25 from the field, 3 of 10 from behind the arc. And honestly, Kelly, that might just be the difference in the series, no, as, I, as we imagined it would be. I think you just broke it down so well. I thought, I thought the same thing. He, he Box score, you you know, points, rebounds, assists, looks like he had a decent game. I'm with you. I think that affected him more uh, more than we realize. Sabonis finally putting up 21-10, and 10, but we've seen him struggle offensively throughout this series. I think Warriors finished this off at home. I already laid seven with him. You did. Six, yeah. You laid seven. Wow. wow. League's going to want a Warriors-Lakers series, aren't they? Oh, yeah. John and company will have something to say about that. Boy, oh boy. NBA sure is good. Uh, we'll get into, uh, well, tonight it's only Boston and Atlanta. And Atlanta, uh, a dog in that one. But we'll get into more NBA later. Draft with Chris Felica on the other side. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. There's a lot to bet on in the next 30 days. And for a limited time, you can subscribe to VSIN for only $9.99. That gets you insight into daily baseball best bets, NBA, and NHL playoffs, and VSIN's upcoming Kentucky Derby betting guide. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Also, a top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. Sign up now for only $9.99 at VSIN.com. Slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. Speaking of the uh, Vison picks page, went two and one in tennis plays yesterday. Two and one overnight here before the show. One more match, and it's about to start. I'm sorry I didn't bring this up earlier, but all that Yana stuff. I'm on Christopher O'Connell uh, over Philippe Krajinovich. O'Connell over Krajinovich, Kelly, uh, which is about to start. You can get O'Connell at a better price than I did. You can get him at around minus 140-ish right now, maybe even like a couple pennies better. That's the final tennis play of the day today. Oh, that's where Chris O'Connell's been. God. <laughs> Chris O'Connell from MTV, <laughs> that guy, and <laughs> from ESPN. Uh, okay, one last thing before we get to Felica, too. One last thing about the NBA last night. Yes, we, the reason we didn't go to Memphis and uh, the Lakers, forgive us, is that was, uh, of course, the, the biggest blowout of the uh, – not the biggest blowout, but – it was a blowout as well as the Knicks, Knicks Cavs, so not not uh, too much to get into there. Um, the experience for most people last night, the NBA, those two games, the Bucks and the Heat and the Warriors-Kings, ran concurrently. They tipped off a half hour uh, from each other, but they ended up in crunch time because the other one went to overtime, right? The Bucks heat concurrently. So one was on NBA. For most people, one was on NBA TV and the other was on TNT. And so most people's experience last night with those two epic games was, all right, I'm watching the Warriors-Kings, I'm watching the Warriors-Kings. Well, the Bucks are up 16. There's no reason to turn. Wait a minute, because they had the score up in the right corner. Wait a minute, it's a five-point game. I have to turn. It was back, like you couldn't, you couldn't concentrate on one if you're not set up like a sports better and had multiple screens or if you're at a sports book. 
So many people were complaining about that to me last night. I was like, yeah, dude, I don't know what to tell you. The NBA shouldn't have scheduled it. I, I guess you could say they shouldn't have scheduled, but who would have thought that they would have gone that way? Yeah, yeah, and I guess what? They don't want to go up to uh, against the draft a bit here tonight, They too, don't. They absolutely yeah, don't. Warriors-Kings, yeah, it was tough to – like, I had it on a screen the entire time. I feel like I barely watched the game. Yeah, the only way I'm watching that Celtics-Hawks game is if this draft goes sideways for me quick. And we bring in Chris Valika, the Bear, from Fox to discuss the NFL draft with us. How you doing, Chris? I'm I'm doing I'm doing all right. And, and can I just like put throw my two cents in there? I know Kelly had his little event session there before. Like I, I fully appreciate and respect and I, I, Giannis's like thoughtful response and just how he addressed things. But it's okay to admit the season was a failure because it was. Yeah. You were in the number one seed in the conference. You were a massive favorite in the series. You were favorite to win the NBA title. You blew a double-digit lead with five minutes to go in Game 5. You blew a 16-point lead in the fourth quarter uh, in a must-win game to a team that didn't have its second-best offensive player. If you would have lost to the Celtics or the Sixers, yeah, that's okay. That's fine. They lost to a good, to a good team, but just lost five games to a team that nearly didn't even get out of the plan. So it's okay to admit the season was failure because it was. Eric, you asked me this question last year. Do you get a promotion every year? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I loved every part of it. But, but everything else, everything else, he, everything else he said about, yeah, we could have done some things different defensively. Everything was spot on. But it's okay. It's okay to admit, Chris, admit, admit sell your disappointment. Chris, I don't want to make this personal. Um, let's talk NFL draft. Let's make this personal. How do you how do you feel about this? How do you feel? First of all, I mean, let's hear some of your bets and how do you feel about this going in? Uneasy. I think I'm sitting on a couple of losers just because of that that Jets trade uh, with, with the Packers. I had Broderick uh, Jones to go under 13 and a half, and now with the Jets to going back from 13 to 15, I feel a little concerned about that. But I feel okay about everything else. You've, you've asked everybody, like, what, what's the one thing that would send your draft into yes. uh, oblivion? It, it, it's if quarterbacks go one, two, three. If quarterbacks go one, two, three, you'll probably see me uh, at the blood bank for the next month and a half straight <laughs> trying to recoup some uh, some losses. But but I, I feel okay that quarterbacks aren't going to go one, two, three. Um, what, what I played, like Jalen Carter to go under six and a half, I think that's something that's a little iffy. I think he's going to go in the, in the top six, but that's something I – Potentially concludes, but but I, I got in on uh, Levis over Richardson, Young Levis one two quarterback. Well, not the first two picks in draft, but Young and Levis to be the first two quarterbacks picked in that order. Uh, I got in over on Richardson over four and a half, and I might even take a ride up to Massachusetts later and see if it if uh, DraftKings still has some stuff posted and go over seven and a half. The, the Jalen uh, Carter, obviously, Jalen Carter alone, like you bring him up. We were riding under the assumption the Seahawks absolutely do not want Jalen Carter, and now they're like, "Oh, the Seahawks might draft Jalen Carter." Like him, he's a microcosm of this yeah. whole thing. Exactly, and if you're the if you're the Lions, if Seattle doesn't take him at five and he's there at six for the Lions, why wouldn't the Lions take him and put him on that defensive line with Aiden Hutchinson, Carter, back to however back. many years, and yeah. and then and and then it, you have a pick at eighteen where you could take either. Porter or Forbes or, or uh, Banks or any of those other defensive backs who are going to be available. Like, it isn't the net of 
corner and one of those second defensive backs better than, say, Devin Witherspoon and whoever else you're going to uh, – Kalaja Kansi, whoever might go at 18? I, I don't know. All right, so since we have you, Chris, because you, you watch more college football than anybody, let, let's just get your opinion. Who's the best quarterback to you? I think it's, I think it's Bryce Young uh, because of his ability to get rid of the ball quickly, process – and see the field. I think that's the rank them that, behind. That, that is the most. I, Stroud, Levis, Hooker, Richardson, Hainer. How about that? Yeah, you are you are not a Richardson guy. I know that, but you, you don't. No. So that's what Kelly and I were saying. Like the Jeremiah draft came out where it goes Bryce Young followed by Stroud at two. And the reason we're so mad about that, if that happens is we love Stroud, but we just didn't bet it that way <laughs> that he would go second. Right. We exactly. did everything else. Yeah. Um, okay. It's not that I don't uh, like Richardson. I just, I can't take a quarterback who's an absolute project that high. Like, like I, it's the, it's the internal struggle that I have in betting the draft. And going when I go through these boxes about what a team should do and what a team will talk themselves into doing, and and, and that's how and that's why uh, I'm a little off with. I have under four and a half quarterbacks. I know you have over four and a half mm-hmm. quarterbacks because I'm thinking that you just can't take Hendon Hooker the back end of the first round. No, he's not going to play for a year just because you might get a fifth year deal. So I, I, that, that, I mean, maybe, maybe I'll lose there, and maybe you'll win. Who do you? But, who do you uh, yeah, I, I, I just. I, Dude, if if Jeremiah's draft is accurate, I win one bet. Like that's it. That's how bad it would be for me. Uh, so I hope he's not right for a second straight year. Uh, who who is to you? Who's the best wideout in the draft? Because again, just to use Jeremiah, he's got Zay going for Zay Flowers before Jackson Smith to Jigba. I do not want that to happen. How do you rank him? No, I think it's I think it's Smith and Jigba uh, one and, and and Addison two. Uh, like I, I think, like I think, isn't Zay Flowers more of like a a novelty wide receiver? I thought so. More of a return guy. Yeah. Like I, 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 again, I mean, but that's such a big part of the the game. Maybe someone's high in it, but but like I would consider taking like Jalen Hyatt and his speed, or, or Cedric Tillman, or like like there are a lot of wide receivers in that second area. Like the of the wide receiver group this year is really good, so. Uh, I think that might cause some of these wide receivers to potentially fall a little bit, but, but I think Smith and Jigba is certainly the best. Who is the best defensive player, Carter or Anderson? J- Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter is the best player in the draft. Like, like he is a dom- – I-, I can remember a couple of years ago uh, at, a, at a Georgia practice, Kirk was watching practice, and he will mind telling me the story because it's not a, a – and. Like this is when they they had all those memes and Kirk he helped relate the story to me. He's like, I said to Kirk, "Who the hell is 88?" He's like, "Give me that guy." And he's like, "Oh, that's Jalen Carter." I like, but this is before like he burst onto the scene. Uh, like, so the talent is evident that he's been the best player on the best team in football over the last couple of years. And yeah, he's got some things to sort through off the field for for teams, but. Like he's an impact player at an impact position uh, in, in the league, so like I think he's the best player in the draft, and obviously it will be the uh, just just the quarterback need for teams and the concerns about uh, all of the off the field stuff that's going on for him. But 
uh, if he gets in the right situation, um, wow, he, he's going to be a good player. Boy, oh boy. That you, you beat me to my last question, which is the overall best player. There it is, an emphatic vote for Jalen Carter. Chris, uh, good luck to you with yeah. your bets. Good luck to us. Well, well, you, well, you, you, did, you did not ask me what the most important question of, of, of this show is. Oh, God. What? Who do I like in the USFL this week? Who do you like? Oh! Who, who do I like in the USFL? Because you're 2-0, oh, a documented 2-0. Oh. Who do you like? Real quick, five seconds. I, 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 got, I, got, I got two unders for you. Under, under, under 43 in Pittsburgh, Philly. And under 44 in New Jersey, Michigan. There'll be a column on FoxSports.com if you want to read why. But there's a quick little 10-second thank, thank you, Chris. Chris Valika, everybody. Coming back. More draft. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, hits the ice with a special offer on select playoff games. Place a first goal score prop wager, and if you don't win, you'll get half your stake back in a bonus bet, up to $10. Enjoy the playoffs like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds, specials, and parlay selection features throughout the postseason. Log in now or sign up and opt in to get a $10 bonus bet if your first goal prop wager misses the net. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, we get tweets. We got to get through a whole bunch of these. And then we got to report some uh, some new steam at the number two pick Yeah. on the other side of these. Um, well, actually, you want to give the steam first? The steam is on. The steam, the steam is on. Uh, yeah, when I sat down in this chair, I believe Will Anderson was minus 150 to go number two, which had already, uh, I know that had moved overnight. And Will Anderson currently at DraftKings is minus 300 to be the number two pick. <laughs> just in, what, there will never be, I, I shouldn't say never, because it was going to happen again. But what did we say on this show time and time again? We said, We'll put up our NFL draft record year after year after year against anyone's. That's how great it's been. 
But I always said, I go, one of these years, we're going to lose. This is going to be bad, yeah. This, the, no, we might not only lose, we could get crushed. Now, there's some things that could save me here, right? Like, if, if Lucas Van Ness goes top 10, or especially if he goes number 10 uh, to the Eagles, but no, he just has to go top 10. If Jackson Smith and Jigba is the first wideout drafted, and it's early-ish, before 14, before 15, then yeah, my draft's going to be fine. But if those two things don't happen, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I need those, uh, I need those Cardinals to, uh, to not find a trade partner. and take, take Paris Johnson. Take him. Well, so here's the deal. So yesterday, Daniel Jeremiah came out with his final mock draft. He has Bryce Young first, C.J. Stroud second to Houston, and then he has Houston trading to get the number three pick, trading up with their 12 to get the number three pick from the Cardinals and then taking Will Anderson. So they would go Stroud and Anderson back-to-back. So he's mocking trades. Then, of course, Levis to the Colts, Carter to the Seahawks, Witherspoon to the Lions, Gonzalez to the Raiders. Those seem pretty consensus right now. He's got Bijan going to the Falcons at eight. Um, I get it. He's the short shot to go to the Falcons, but, like, don't they have backs? I, I have I haven't really I get the Bijan love. I don't get the Bijan to the Falcons. That's exactly how I stand on it. Like, like this is it, it, cool. You're you're collecting all these great offensive weapons. Who's your quarterback again? The thing that would crush me is he's got Zay Flowers going 11th to the Titans. <laughs> then he has Paris Johnson with the Cardinals uh, trade traded pick in his draft. And there's Peter Schrager. If if you're curious, Peter Schrager went. Um, how did he go at the top? He went Bryce Young first. Then he went Will Anderson second. He has Tennessee trading up to get C.J. Stroud at three, Will Levis at four, Carter at five, Witherspoon six, and then he's got the Raiders taking Tyree, who all of a sudden, no one's mentioning Tyree Wilson all of a sudden. Well, that's what, what he was the favorite yesterday when we sat here to go oh number two, right? God. He's plus 275 now. We get tweets at beating the book. Um, thank you to everybody who always tweets in. Love the feedback because uh, it helps us sort of advance conversations. Jeff Schwartz, Gil, after last night's Bucks collapse, how many points in the line is a good NBA head coach worth when compared to a bad NBA head coach, specifically given the same exact players? Is Spolstra minus six versus Bud more? Well, no, he's not. He's not minus six. But to your overall point, yes, you ought to be aware about coaching. It's not going to be baked. It's not going to factor into the line nearly as much as our outrage and our incredulous nature makes it sound like it is. But is it worth at, you know? Is it worth something at the margins? Absolutely. Yeah. the the other th- The other thing you, you just said it well, but the other thing I think you, you you should keep in mind too is how much does it matter in a regular season game compared to a playoff game compared to a must win playoff game? Every one of those situations, right? They become yep. more valuable. Not not a static thing. That's right. Yep. We said that about you know Tom Brady. If Tom Brady for the Patriots was playing a home game versus a moribund team versus an away game against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. It's it's a different yep. a different calculation. Richard Palma. Oh, he's a. I had a. I had a, one of the tennis picks this morning. Was a 15 year old girl named Mira Andreva, and she beat Beatrice Haddad Maya. She's unbelievable. And he's asking me. She goes, "Will she become a legitimate rival to Ego?" Okay, I'm like, easy, <laughs> easy. Rich PSM. When capping NBA playoffs, you better include coaching and desire because if you did, you never would have taken the Bucks or Jared Al- or Jared Allen, Evan Mobley versus Butler and Brunson. Oh, I see. He's, he's, okay, you get it. He's doing respectively, and it wasn't even close. Las Vegas five one four talking about the draft. Yo, with the sixteenth pick, the Washington Commanders pick a new owner. 
LOL. He says, by the way, who do you think we should pick, not Bijan? Well, we, I think if Bijan's available, should absolutely pick Bijan. First of all, there was big news in Washington. And I remember when I was in D.C. for my vacation after the Super Bowl, and I said, you know, I said a couple things. One, they're like content with Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. Like, what is this nuttiness? I said they should trade Chase Young and a number and their 16th pick to move up to draft a quarterback. Well, the skins, pardon me, commanders, yesterday announced that they're not exercising the fifth-year option on Chase Young. Yep. So I really do believe a possibility of a trade tonight in some ways is I, I said this in early February. They should package Chase Young for something. Especially, you're not picking up his fifth year. Trade him. Yeah, well, get something. I, I mean, right now, hell yeah, right. And maybe that's even a, maybe that's even a signal, right, for them to be. To, We're open to for make, business. Yeah, exactly. To make a move like that. Well, but to your question, exactly, Las Vegas, which is, should they get grab grab Bijan if he's available? Listen, I'd love to have him. I think that's a pick they should make, and I'll tell you why. How how many years can you go staring at the Giants and Saquon, staring at the Cowboys with Zeke and now Tony Pollard? staring at the Eagles with Miles Sanders or whoever they plug in that position, and you don't have a great back. Grab him. See, I, I, okay, get Bijan's awesome, but I think it's the same Atlanta thing. Like, what, no. like Terry McLaurin's so good. Who's the quarter, who are we quarterbacking with? Well, the quarterback is priority number one. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking okay, about okay, non-quarterback okay. All right, all right, all right. category for them. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'd grab Bijan, yeah. Uh, Johnny Ringo, you say the heat. I think you mean the fighting Jimmy Butlers. This is from... Amen is right. Uh, Gilly Ice Butchers, my uh, nickname, says, how about them Warriors' futures? Our futures have life. I always thought they had life. I never doubted. Dom Perignon, MJ MJ fitting to make a comeback after Giannis saying that nine of his seasons were a failure. Insert MJ meme. (laughs) Oh, well, that was uh, Shaq who said nine of his seasons were a failure. Uh, Hashtag I took that personal. Corey Henderson, 775, that answer is an extension of what happened on the floor during the game. No timeout at the end of regulation. Can't get the ball onto the rim to end overtime. Followed all that up with a uh, crap answer during the presser. He's talking about Giannis. Joe Nigro, we have gone from there's no crying in baseball to there's no failure in sports. Trophies for everyone. That seemed to resonate with folks. Yes. Michael, Michael Burns, Kelly, tell us how much money you lost on the Bucks a without lot. telling us how much <laughs> money you lost on the Bucks. Sorry, man. Uh, Scott, New York, Mess 16. Gills, nope, has to be as good as Kelly's splitting bets. <laughs> Going through that game. Um, this is from Paul Lee. Paul Lee, 68. Name another great player in another sport who is so epically bad at one facet of their game as Giannis is at free throw shooting. Whoa, 10 of 23. Man, good, po- good question. Oh, uh, man. And on and on with these. I, I'm not going to Ron Burgundy through the rest, but thank you for, for somebody. So that's... So, you know, those are some of the the drafts. That's what Jeremiah had. That's what Peter Schrager had. The steam is now on Will Anderson at number two. I definitely need some help here. Here again, here are my plays. I'll just put them out here one last time. This could get ugly. So CJ Stroud first overall pick. Those two are gonna those two are gonna be losses. My draft's gonna really come down to Jackson Smith and Jigba as one of the big pillars. I have him first wide out drafted at plus three fifty, which is a spectacular price. I hope Jeremiah's wrong. <laughs> Can't be Zay Flowers. Not now. Then I've got him under 12 and a half. More importantly, I've got him under 14 and a half a couple times. I have Zay over 21 and a half so for, at, at, with a lot of juice. So for me, I mean, that is going to be massive, how those wide receivers shake out. That goes my way. It could be good. And then my other page, real quick here before we get to Kelly's, is a whole bunch of other ones. 
that I made. Again, Lucas Van Ness is a huge pillar for me, too, in this draft to be a top 10 pick at big plus money. I have him under 11 and a half. I have Broderick Jones over 13 and a half. I have Skaronsky over Paris Johnson, meaning drafted earlier. I'm prepared to lose that one. Over five and a half offensive linemen. Jeremiah didn't have over five and a half. Uh-oh. I've got over four and a half quarterbacks, and I've got the position of the Patriots' first selection at quarterback at eight to one odds. You? Yeah, for me, uh, look, we got C.J. Stroud. If if Bryce Young goes number one, I'll make a small profit uh, there. I've kind of got it circled with Stroud, Young, and a long Levis uh, pick from about a year ago at this point. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll grind out a little bit of profit there, Gil. But you're right. It's, there's uh, other ones that you know. Skronsky, first offensive lineman. That's probably dead. Will Anderson. I got a pretty big position on that. Not looking good this morning. Mayor over uh, Kincaid. Who knows? Couple flyers on these offensive linemen to go top five. So if Paris Johnson goes, that would be a big hit. And then running backs over one and a half in the first round. That is a big position. Well, that one looks to be uh, mocked in your favor these days. Yeah. At least Jeremiah had both Bijan and Jameer Gibbs going in the first round. Bill Krakenberger bets the NFL draft. Let's find out if he know if he even knows what he needs. Next, unscripted on a numbers game. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.